Hi, everyone. This is Megan. This, this is Natalie. Beverly. Okay. Uh, so we are trying something new today and we are um, all at separate places. So it might be just bear with us. Um, the topic that we came up with was inflation. And I think the intention set behind it is not so much to like bitch about the fact that there's inflation, but more trying to ask yourself, what can you do? Um, I don't know, to like help other people if you have the means or how are you going to deal with the inflation? Um, so something, I guess, when that, when the question was posed, I guess that I was thinking about was um, like gas prices, like Beverly had said, are going over $5. So maybe a question to ask yourself is like, where, how can you not drive so much? Um, could you walk more places? Um, what else? Like, just how can you not let it ruin your day, basically? Like, don't get so upset about it that gas is so expensive. Um, something else that I thought of too was a couple, two weekends ago, I went and volunteered at a food food bank and we made all these boxes, um, which just like volunteering in general was helpful because you feel like you feel like you're helping other people. So, and that isn't necessarily like inflation related, but just kind of what can you Another question, what can you do to help your community and help those that are in need? Um, I know my cousin, one of my cousins is married to a Russian and she sent us um, kind of some information on places that you could donate for Ukraine and um, things like that too. So um, yeah, I think I hope that people don't focus so much on the things that we can't control and focus more on what we can control in our lives. So, um, and just really just don't bitch about things that you can't control because we can't control the prices growing, going up. So yeah, that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think inflation is a very touchy uh, subject matter as much as talking politics, religion, stocks can be. Um, for me, um, I remember when we had our last big jump for inflation. And I remember the last time that we had to really suffer through, um, we came out the other side and yes, it was a struggle, but you kind of reduce your where it is you spend your money. I mean, what is it you absolutely have to have versus what you want to have? I mean, I have a roof over my head. I've got food in my refrigerator. I've got a blanket to sleep under and a pillow for my head. I've got a job that I work at. It doesn't negate the fact that inflation is infect infecting all parts of our lives, increasing our gro grocery bills, um, product availability, the um, gas prices, the ability to take vacations, things like that. Um, but instead of wallowing in it and getting all pruney, um, I try to just, you know, it's, it's just another day, um, you know, spend what I can 
you know, I've, I've always been one to save. So I, I'm not an easy spender. I, I don't have false eyelashes. I, at this point I'm in my life, I'm not even wearing makeup. Um, my daughter cuts my hair and I pay her. <laughs> so I don't even pay for that. Um, when I'm living in my own home, I'm very, very close to where I work. So gas for me is, I won't say negligible, but I'm not spending a lot on gas, even though I have a big gas guzzler vehicle. Um, I wish I could afford to buy an electric car because I would do that in a heartbeat if I could. Um, I can't afford the monthly payments at this point, but I am saving for it because I want to be a part of that community. (laughs) Very, very bad. The idea to never go to another gas station for the rest of my life is wonderful. I love it. I, I hate wasting my time at a gas station, regardless of what the gas prices are. But I try to just, it sounds very, very silly and rudimentary, but just, you know, stay positive um, and not dwell on what I can't change. Like you were saying, Megan, yeah. um, what, what can I change? Well, um, you know, I don't have to buy the most expensive whatever or if I do, it is what it is. You know, I, if I want to spend $5 on a half gallon of oatly milk, that's what it is. Cause that's my preference. And eventually those prices will come down, you know, but for now, you know, I just make my peace with it. I just okay. don't, I don't have the energy or really the want to spend that negative energy there. If I'm going to expend negative energy, it's going to be on the asses of those people who deserve it and not... <laughs> at like, at like the prices and things like that. So yeah, that's my, that's my thoughts. I know it's, it was kind of round Robin and all over the place, but that's how mine were too. <laughs> yeah, well, it, was just, it, it just, for me, it just seems ridiculous to spend the energy on shit. That's just not going to change where the change needs to be is elsewhere, but that's not really what our, what this show is about today. Right. You know, what are we going to do about this? So yeah, for me, riding a bike or walking to work or to the grocery store is not time appropriate. So then I just, whatever the gas prices are, it is what it is. I will say this much last, what, maybe two years ago, I had gone to like a Fred Meyer gas station and spent $35 to fill up. And I've got a 17, um, gallon tank. Um, just yesterday I filled up and it was $80. Yeah. And so I get, I get the, I get the pinch. I get that pain very much. So. Yeah. Beverly has her hand up. <laughs> Go Beverly. That will be the challenge and doing it remotely is to not talk over, you know, so I did mm-hmm. the whole, uh, office hand, raise <laughs> your so, hand. So pull up uh, to raise your hand. Yeah. You know, so I guess my concern is, you know, I, I think it's safe to say the three of us can probably handle hopefully the short term inflation and the, you know, the level of inflation that's going on with relative ease. Um, you know, yeah, you might have to cut back on some of the pricier things that you might buy at the store or try to um, plan your travels so you're not just driving 10 miles away and back for one thing, wait until you need something else and then go get it at the same town. But, you know, for some, for it's twofold. For some people, they, they can't, they don't have another $20 to put in their gas tank at the end of the week. And they don't have another $30 to spend at the grocery store because everything's more expensive. You know, the, 
people are going to have to choose. Do I put gas in my car to go to work or do I buy food to feed my three kids? Um, it's, I just think it's, I don't know. I, I just wish our leaders would, I, I do, I don't know what the answer is. And, and it would get into a really long political conversation because of all of the, um, subsidies that are in certain industries versus others. And if they took, you know, it's just a big, long nightmare. I just, I just, it, you know, I know that if, if we're feeling it, lots of people are feeling it in a much more negative way. Um, sure. You can cut down on buying milk. You can drink less milk and you can eat less beef and um, things that tend to be pricier right now, obviously pricier right now, but um I, I just, I, I think that's my concern. At what point is it, is it going to stop? And then what impact does that have on health, the health of our people in our, in our nation? So, but um, well, I, the, the other point I wanted to talk about the electric car, unless, unless you have a point about the health and the groceries and the price of stuff, and then we can talk about electric cars. Um, I guess I, the health of people um, was inflation related or not. Um, there was a post that I did for school one time and it was like, just talking about, um, school lunches or something like that. And somebody like just commented on my post and was like, do you really think that they like, they give these kids like crap food for the school lunches anyways, or like the before school programs. So yes, we have inflation. Yes. I mean, yeah, we have, we have a lot of issues. Um, have a lot of issues. And <laughs> yeah, we yeah. should all, we, we should all be growing gardens so that we can have our own food. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. oh, yes. oh this definitely uh, could be like our next two topics for two podcasts regarding like food sources and diet. And, um, I have had this conversation with my uh, youngest son a couple of times about, you know, there is, there is fundamental flaws in our food system and the way it's regulated because there's so many subsidies on certain industries. And like, for example, an, an apple, a really nice honey crisp apple that costs more than a box of macaroni and cheese. Right. <laughs> right. Why is that? Why is that? It shouldn't be. Um, because if you're trying to feed your three children, are you, are you going to feed them a box of macaroni and cheese or are you going to split one apple between three kids? You know, right. we all, we all know what the answer to that is. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, there's that. So yeah, that's definitely a good topic. I definitely think we should circle back around and, and talk about that, but I would like to address the electric cars because it's too funny. Um, you know, Monday I, I'm going to work and my, um, my dream job that I work at now, um, requires immense travel and commuting. So for example, I'm driving over a hundred miles away from my home. Now I'll be there for a while. So it's not like I'm driving back and forth every day, but, um, and I have a car that I really, 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 really like. And to look at it, you would think it's a big gas guzzler, but it's not because I probably get well, I got, I get better gas mileage with my car than I did on my Honda CRV, which is, a, you know, so yeah. So, and it's a bigger engine and a bigger car. So, um, but it's newer and more fuel efficient. I, I realize that's why anyway, long story short, I decided to look into, I was doing this this morning before we met, um, into electric cars and 
first of all, they're not cheaper than gas cars. Um, sometimes they're more expensive than a gas car. There are um, tax incentives. So for what I'm reading now is you get a $7,500 rebate for your taxes if you buy an electric car. Um, it's just a one-time thing. Um, and then that's for federal. And then I think some states also have some smaller ones that range between 1200 and 1500 But I heard, I think it's in, oh, I don't want to misspeak because people will hear it, you know, all across the country, but I want to say, okay, I'm just going to say one of the states. It, it might've been Texas or California. I think it was Texas. They're trying to pass a bill that they're going to put a surcharge on the um, electric units, you know, where you charge them because mm -hmm. they're losing money. They're losing tax revenue from gasoline. So I feel like, so what they're doing is they're incentivizing every, and you know, once one state does it, then another state's going to do it. Another state's going to do it. And so what they're doing is they're incentivizing and telling us it's better for the climate, reduce gas emissions, you know, gas is too expensive. Is, is it part of, and I'm trying to not skirt that line of getting political, but is it part of this master plan? Like we're gonna get rid of gas powered cars and we're gonna have everybody drive electric cars because we're gonna make it so appealing to them in the short term. But in the long term, we're just gonna jack the price up of electricity. So yeah. is it, so I guess the benefit is, is it better for the environment? And there's arguments for both sides. You know, you can see the mass like, I don't know what they call it, the mining for the stuff that they have to use to make all of these big batteries and what that does to the earth. Is that better than, I don't know, but Ooh, I'm just saying I, the electric car, I feel, obviously I would love to possibly have one, but I, I'm just concerned about, yeah, they're going to give us tax breaks up front, but then they're just going to tax us at the end. And is it going to be any cheaper than gasoline? I have a question. Yeah. What, so speaking of the batteries, mm -hmm. when we almost need to make a car <laughs> that is biodegradable, because what happens with the batteries, like when the, when the car can't work anymore, then what happens with the battery? Because right. how is that, how is that helping? So yes, we're helping the environment. Yeah, you're helping the environment because you're not using gas, but then where do these, where do the cars go to die? Yes. <laughs> like, where do the what, cars go to die, yeah. What yeah. happens to them? Well, yeah. I'll pose this, I'll pose this, you know, question too, for like the chargers of the world. I'm a big fan of like Mustangs, Mustang GT. I love those muscle cars. I love these cars that like use a shit ton of gas and just fuck up the environment. I am not, I am not a geopolitical person. I could care less about the greenery. I don't care about concrete jungle. I mean, I just, it is what it is. I don't care about global warming. It's like the least of my worries. My it's, it's just not, but um, the catalytic converters that are in your cars now are just as bad, if not worse than the batteries that come from an electric car, what they do to the environment when they're just sitting in a, in a, in a shit yard for cars that have gone to die and retire. Those catalytic converters are, are not only that, but they're also drawing in the, um, especially in the area that we all live in, 
um, the theft of a catalytic converter for the metals in there for meth addicts is going up exponentially. People are getting that shit ripped out from underneath their motorhomes and their cars now, and people are using that to make meth. So that's another problem. So the batteries, I, yeah, I'd have to actually look at the information about how does that biodegrade, if at all, what happens to them when they retire. Um, but I will say that now without the subsidies, the cost to um, charge your car for a week's time, um, and because I know somebody who has an electric car, um, it's a has increased over the course of the last year, their electric bill by about two to $3 a month. And this is coming from somebody who's very, very stringent on their bills and they watch what has happened to see, was it worth the money? Cause they're not a free spending multimillionaire. Um, they wanted to know for sure if this was actually gonna work. So with that kind of close contact with me, that was pretty much all I needed but I didn't really consider the environmental aspect of it either. That'd be something I would research. I think I would be inclined to, so in my shopping this morning for an electric car, um, I think what appeals to me, the other thing I don't like about the electric cars is the range. You know, like I can fill up my gas tank right now and I can go over 400 miles, mm -hmm. but most of the um affordable electric cars you know they have anywhere between i don't know 230 miles to three something and mm -hmm. I don't know, it's kind of a short range like i just feel that's that's not an it's fine if you're only going in town you know if yeah. you're just be bopping around to the grocery store and stuff like that a couple times a week and maybe to the next town over for a doctor's appointment but if you're traveling or you're commuting like for some people that doesn't even get them through a week of commute yep. um, and not e not to mention a road trip. Like if you wanted to go to, I don't know, the ocean or a, the next state over, it's not going to get you there. So I just worry about that. But well, so what did attract me was the hybrids. So they have a smaller gas tank and that you have the ability, you know, you're using gasoline, but the um, uh, miles per gallon range is just so much more than standard vehicles. And to me, that's, definitely more appealing because at least you have the safety net of gasoline um yeah you should do need to go further and and then i think why can't they make a car that gets 50 miles to the gallon there's no reason why they can't like there's really no reason that they can't right, right? with the technology why not other yeah. than to make money exactly on the back end and taxes on the gas it's yes. always about money because oil makes yep. the world go round yeah, yeah i was gonna say um if you ever want to know where the root of all of the destruction, all of the problems, just follow the money. Follow Wait, the money. But Beverly had something that she says about money that I liked. And now I'm what? putting her on the spot and she's like, I don't know what I said about money. <laughs> it's not that it's not the root of all evil. Something about oh, the love of money. Money isn't the root of all evil. It's the love of money. That is the root of all evil. Yeah. Like money that. is a tool. It's, yes. It's, it's a tool, just like a hammer, yeah. a wrench. You need this to get this or use this or go there or yeah. So yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, it's when you love money and your, your sole purpose is to acquire and obtain more money and possessions and, um, and you, you're equating money with power. Of course we do know money does beget power, but you know, it, it's, yeah, I don't, yeah, that, that is my opinion of it anyway. <laughs> That could be a whole other topic. That's another yeah. topic too. Money. 
yeah i was gonna say i think it's a very opinion i like it food and i want i want all the money and i want all the power i want to be at the top of the heap (laughs) (laughs) all right well i think that's i'm gonna wrap up this session so um we will meet you guys in the next episode sounds great Bye. bye guys bye